Well, hello and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts in the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and today on this edition of The Conversation, I'm speaking with Martha Elena Coelho. She is Division Chief Special Projects with Fairfax County's Department of Transportation. We're talking about an exciting project that's been years in the making, and unless you've been living under a rock, you may have heard about it. It's called the Metro Silver Line. Martha, thank you for being here on the County Conversation Podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Sure. Looking forward to this conversation. I do think right up front we need to kind of set the stage. We're talking on October 19th. The Silver Line is not yet officially blessed or active or open, so some of the things may or may not change as we're talking about them, but you know, that that's kind of where we are, but we felt it was important to, to talk about the Silver Line and really what it means for Fairfax County. So with that, what does this Silver Line thing from Metro mean for Fairfax County and the Department of Transportation? Well, we are very excited um, to finally see the Silver Line Phase 2 extension to fruition. And what it does is um, we have three new additional stations coming into Fairfax County. Um, if you recall, back in 2014, we opened Phase 1, which ended with um, the Wheelie Reston East Station. So now we're adding three additional stations, one at Reston Town Center, another at Herndon, and the last one at Innovation. But not only that, it obviously extends past Fairfax County, and, right. and more importantly, it, it allows um, folks from all over the region to reach the Dulles Airport through Metrorail, and um, extends even further into Loudoun County with two additional stations there, too. So obviously, it's very exciting not only for Fairfax County, but for also for this region to allow people um, throughout the county to be able to get to the airport. And not only that, reach our wonderful locations in Reston um, and Herndon. And ultimately, you know, we have very exciting things that will be happening in the future innovation as well. So this is really offering a lot more transportation options to the county and something we should all be very excited about um, once it does open. Um, that we will have so many more options available to us um, rather than just taking the toll road or mm-hmm. Route 28 or asking for your um, your neighbor to drop you off <laughs> right, at the airport. Right. You know, you'll really have that more control in your hands to be able to take Metro Rail and ride comfortably to the airport and or you know go out to dinner rest in town center. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited to have that opening up here in the next few months. I, I think most people understand the the magnitude of the the Silver Line. But can you kind of talk a little bit more about that? I mean, it's not just, hey, let's build a, a, a new rail line. There's all these other things that go with it that affect bus service, park and rides, all the other kind of infrastructure of people getting to the train, if you will. Exactly. It's, it's more than just you get to ride the, the right, train. Right. Um, we really look at how do we improve the transportation system as a whole. And to do that, you know, we need to focus on, um, what does our bus service look like? How do, do we capture where people are now going to go? Because travel behaviors, you know, we expect to change. Maybe more people will be commuting um, on the train to work to jobs right. in Tyson's. So um, the Fairfax Connector has done a fantastic job in our transit services to really reimagine service along this corridor to take advantage of rail. Um, and that will be those changes will occur right at the same time as revenue service operations for phase two. So mm. once we have those stations open, you'll also have new um, bus service. And this bus oh, service okay. um, was done through a very extensive public 
um, input process uh, with that, you know, required tweaks based on people's comments. And through that process, um, they're able to serve more people more frequently, more efficiently. And to the point that there, there are going to be routes that are going to allow people to reach Northern Virginia Community College campus in Loudoun and Chantilly, mm-hmm. connections that we haven't had before, but we know are also needed. Right. And in addition to that, obviously, we want people to be able to reach these stations and reach their buses easily. So we have taken a concerted effort to, when we're even kind of working with the Metropolitan Washington Airport Authority on design for some of these stations and the areas around them, how do we incorporate pedestrian improvements, Mm. um, adding bike lanes to Edmund Haley so that bicyclists can reach that station? Um, So, and and even, you know, improvements to Sunrise Valley and, and Sunset Hills Road I've also been very important to to address through the Silver Line, and we continue to do that. We have additional projects that we're, we're working on, and we also hope to complete in short in short time to to also help address people getting there. Um, we have new trail um, designs happening be- to get people to the Innovation North mm-hmm. um, Kiss and Ride um, areas that usually you know haven't had a lot of pedestrians, but we're really trying to capture and give people more alternatives to get right. there. So again, it's about building the whole system, not wow. just focusing on. Heavy rail, which, yes, has been a huge undertaking and requires so many stakeholders and time. And it's been years of efforts that, that you know, our community has been waiting for this. But we're also trying to think of other ways that really complement the Metro service and give people alternatives. And right. that's really the key about making sure that people in Fairfax County have um, choices and can, can kind of take control for their commute, which is certainly what we want. Right. You mentioned all the the partnerships and relationships. This is not a single agency can you know do everything and that we're talking about with the Silver Line. Your division chief of special projects with the county's Department of Transportation. What what has this Silver Line project meant for you as well as your special projects division? Well, it's been a lot of time, yeah. um, <laughs> I can primarily, imagine. but. Um, I think for us, it's it's a huge coordination effort. So mm-hmm. in, in our group, we have. Um, been working with um, not only Metropolitan Washington Airport is the one that actually constructed it. They have they had their contractor. They did it. But the county is a funding partner. Mm-hmm. The county um, is at the table um, for a lot of design issues, and we're obviously a very you know having three stations um, in the county. We're obviously a very concerned stakeholder in this. In addition to a funding partner, we also work closely with WMATA on how do we you know one thing is building it. How do we work um, with them as we as they take control of the system because right. that's a that's a long-term relationship and we right. already obviously have that in other parts of the county but you know we need to keep those things in mind even as we're designing it as we're you know um, determining you know what kind of services we'll have there um, so it has been a lot of coordination with those external agencies even with VDOT who has um, well right-of-way is impacted roadways are impacted and sidewalks we want to build sidewalks right. and, and things like that so it's a, been a lot of external coordination, a lot of partnership with those organizations, and also internally in the county. We have, ha- you know, you know, we are a small group in our in our department, right. or, um, but we have really relied on the expertise of so many people inside Fairfax County government, from the Department of Planning and Development to make sure that we had appropriate approvals, um, to ensuring that, um, you know, we have our maintenance folks are comfortable mm. with what is being put forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we really have to be very thankful for the um, support from all those other agencies as well to understand the importance that um, this project has for Fairfax County's residents, 
but also to ensure that we're we are also good partners in ensuring that this project can move forward and we're thinking we're forward thinking of what what is it that we need to address and it really has been not just a um uh just a special projects thing it right. it really has been um trying to take different um elements of of the county and even the financial piece of it how do you pay for it mm-hmm. um with um our debt manager has been so key to ensuring that this project has, can get to the point where it is today. And right. yes, we wish it was a little bit sooner. <laughs> right. um, but nevertheless, I know that Fairfax County has worked very hard to prepare themselves for, for when it does open. And right. so that's very, um, I think that's very um, rewarding, I think, for a lot of people who've worked on this project. Right. Dare I say this could be the biggest special project for <laughs> Fairfax County DOT? I, I, I think I, I am pretty good in saying that it is. <laughs> okay. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it is a very large project and it, yeah. it means a lot. I think, you know, sometimes transportation projects, they cost, you know, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then there are also the, the benefits you see from them. And Silver Line is not just a transportation improvement. It is, it is, um, it is about making our communities more sustainable in the future. Right. It's about making sure, again, people have options and, um, you know, what kind of communities we're creating for the future. Are we um, going to allow play, have places that are more walkable um, where you may not need to drive your car everywhere you need to go along the corridor because you have this new alternative. So mm-hmm. it, it is, it can be a very transformative um, kind of improvement. And so, yes, I would say in terms of special projects, it's a pretty mm-hmm. special right. project and um, it has, We've all recognized it has the ability to change, you know, areas that the, the rail line goes to. Like Tyson's right. has seen great changes, and and the, um, you know, the the differences in um, kind of building and land use that kind of come along with that are mm-hmm. are very important for the county mm-hmm. um, as well. Quality of life, economic, Absolutely. all that kind of kind of stuff rolled in together. Exactly. We're talking with Martha Elena Coelho. She is a division chief of special projects with Fairfax County's Department of Transportation. We're talking about the Silver Line. And one thing you mentioned in your answer there just a moment ago was when it opens. So I want to make sure we we talk about that. And and I'll kind of preface this by saying this is a a point in time for us where we're talking on October 19th. So the Silver Line is not yet open as of now. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, at this point, the, the system has been constructed. It was substantially complete last fall, um, and they finished their op- they declared operational readiness um, in the summer of 2022, and it was transferred over to kind of the control um, of WMATA, uh, our, our metro obviously provider. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they've just completed simulated service, which is a very good milestone to hit. Um, mm-hmm. They still have to do some safety approvals and safety reviews from an independent um, safety commission. That's the Washington Metro Safety Commission. And so they're they're handling those things um, at this point. Um, the WMATA ultimately will um, determine when we'll be able to open the station. Okay. Obviously, we're anxiously awaiting right, that. Right. Um, but they, they're going through the steps to ensure that obviously all safety requirements are met sure. and obviously the service, um, the simulated service is really helpful in determining if, you know, everything, all the timetables they put together, you know, are work in reality. And, and so that all has been encouraging that they've been working through that. They've worked through first responder familiarization and getting them out there and doing emergency drills. So all important things to get it open. Unfortunately, we don't have a date at this time. 
But um, as they go through this process, you know, we're getting closer to a date. And right. we certainly um, hope that we'll hear something soon from WMATA in terms of when they, is a realistic time frame for opening. Right. Well, and if you uh, want to stay up with the Silver Line and other developments with transportation, of course, you can you know, follow News Center at fairfaxcounty.gov slash news. You can also go to the WMATA webpage. I think you have the address for uh, that for the Silver Line? Or? Well, at this point, I think you can go to the WMATA page and, and search for Silver Line. You can also sign up for the Silver Bulletin, which is a newsletter that WMATA is putting out, which has really great information on, on, on opening the Silver Line. And obviously, even on our bus service, that will be changing again in, in conjunction with the right. opening the Silver Line. You can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash connector and get all the information on the Russ and Herndon um, bus service changes. Right. You mentioned, uh, you know, the all the, the tests and the safety runs and the first responders and all that. Looking at Fairfax County DOT, and I know you said three stations are not yet open, but I'm assuming that when the trains came by there on their test runs and those kind of things, you had personnel there. I mean, did y'all learn anything uh, during the test, et cetera? Well, actually, the the tests were primarily run through WMATA and because they have control over the, the rail service. Gotcha. However, we have done a lot of work um, at our own stations. We do anticipate we will own um, the land around the stations, um, Fairfax County stations, that is. And so we have um, made sure our bus um, our bus service providers have been, you know, testing out their right, routes, right. testing out the timetables as well. Um, ensuring that, you know, or, or the, anything that needs adjustment, we've been doing that through the last several months, um, you know, fr- freshening up the um, striping, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so we've certainly been out there and, and we expect as soon as we have gained control of those areas, you know, we'll be able to add things like capital bike share and um, really make the site our own. Uh, we're waiting for that at, the, at this point. Um, but you know, we've had our own ways to get prepared right, for, yeah, right. for a silver line, make sure, again, Fairfax County is ready to receive these these facilities. And so WMATA is doing their their portion, which is making sure that the trains run on right, time, right. right? And we're we're making sure that our facilities will be accessible to Fairfax County residents. Right. So those three new stations will open when the silver line opens. Correct. That will be there. And you mentioned new park and rides. Are they already open or are they will they also open when the new Silver Line? Well, we have we constructed two new park and rides um, through the Silver Line project. Um, they're they're actually funded by Fairfax County and constructed by Fairfax County, um, but they are integral to the phase two Silver Line system. Mm-hmm. Um, one new garage was constructed at the Herndon station. So if you are familiar with the Herndon, what we used to call the Herndon Monroe Transit Center, mm-hmm. uh, we had one existing garage that was built probably around 1989-2000. And we built a new garage just east of that that now holds about uh, 2,000 new parking spaces. And it has a bridge, a pedestrian bridge that actually connects the old garage to the new garage. Mm-hmm. And there's and on that bridge, on the top of it, you can drive from one garage to the other without having to go all the way down to the ground mm-hmm. level. And um, then there... Is through the project, through MWAS project, they actually built another pedestrian connection from the old garage to the pavilion. So you could park your car and just walk across the bridge and tap your fare card and get on a train. Um, rather than, you know, having to go up and down stairs, you know, you have some alternatives right. there. Um, we have a new elevator tower there, too. Um, we have rehabbed that site with the construction of the park and ride. We have additional access from Sunrise Valley and additional access to the toll road. We completely redid our bus loop and our canopy is refurbished with new shelters. So we're really excited to kind of um, 
you know, use, use that facility for Metro. It's our new garage on the east side of Herndon is, is operational and can be used today. Our buses still go through there. You can check out our canopy. The station's not open yet. And our, our, we did some refurbishment on our existing garage, so that's closed until revenue service, but mm. we certainly be ready for when service begins. At Innovation, we also built another garage um, that's 2,000 spaces. And we have mm. actually both locations at Herndon Innovation. We have parking for over 100 bicycles in our secure bicycle room. And at Innovation, it was actually done through a public-private partnership mm-hmm. where we did a land swap and the private partner prepared the roadways around there and some of the utility locations and graded the site and the county constructed the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a bioretention boardwalk where you can walk and, and learn about bioretention. There's a metro plaza where you can sit and sit amongst the trees and look at the metro station. Um, and hopefully, you know, once it's open, you can take a little respite after your metro ride before mm-hmm. you get to your car. Um, and obviously that's connected with sidewalks. And so, um, we have these two new facilities again, help people get, you know, use Metro right, and just right. park your car and, and use Metro to, to get to get jobs in Reston and Tyson's or in downtown DC if needed. Yeah. Um, and feel that your car, you're secure and you have this, this option available to you. And of course, you can reach all those facilities with buses as well. So we, we certainly encourage don't that. Don't forget that, right? Exactly. <laughs> as, as we prepare to start landing the plane, as we're, you know, getting toward the end of our time together, you mentioned, uh, changes in bus service but also new bus service can you is there anything you can tell us now about what the changes would be or new routes would be when Silverline goes live well i think the the big change is that at the moment phase one i mean phase one of the silver line um, ended with wheelie so that was kind of the end of the line station so we had a lot of bus service coming out of wheelie right. um and it's no longer going to be the end of the line the end of the line <laughs> right. will be in loudon county right. and you know there'll be different movements as people are going to the airport or going all the way through to loudon county we even had you know we've had loudon buses come and pick up at wheelie so it's it is mm. changing even kind of regionally mm. where people will be getting on and off so our bus service responds to that change in, in the end of the line service but as I mentioned, I think that the key is um, through public input determined that you know, there needed to be a new connection to Northern Virginia Community College in Loudoun. There needed to be connection to Chantilly. Those were important things. So bus service is kind of just redistributed. But again, if they like more information and how it impacts them, if they're currently using any of these routes, they really should check the fairfaxcounty.gov slash connector website and really look through the changes there. And there's really detailed information that's that'll be very helpful. You going to throw a party once this is open? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and and we are in fact in, in discussions with Lamont, not only on their opening activities, but we need to celebrate here in Fairfax as well. Um, that you know we've we've constructed these two parking rides. We have we've, we've made um, fantastic partnerships with our private you know neighbors, and um, we're very excited to have um, Metro Rail to Dulles Airport. So right. we are hoping to plan an event. That will will celebrate the opening of, of phase two and the and the ability to use our our um, innovation park and ride, which currently is is closed to the public because there's no metro station there. Right, right. Um, but you know, we really hope to capitalize on that and kind of bring some more excitement and and introduce people to our park and rides, introduce people to our new uh, bus service, and you know, if they want to get on metro and. And, you know, take a ride to Herndon or take a ride to Ruston or into Loudoun, you know, that they should do that and we can we can celebrate that. Right. What what have you learned by going through this project? Is there, I mean, I'm sure there's hundreds of lessons. I mean, is there 
something that stuck out or maybe a funny story or first thing that pops in your mind? Um, I, I guess in terms of learning, um, I think that the, the key is trying to um, be good with your partnerships um, mm-hmm. is, is very key um, and trying to um, not only advocate for the project, but advocate for the county is, is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep those keep those big pictures in mind. Why are we doing this? Because right. um, I think when we work, and I think anyone in, in county and any job, you know, focus on your job, but right. do we lose sight of the bigger picture? And I think here in this project, material, we have a much much bigger picture. This yeah, is huge. to us transformational for the region. Um, and so I, I would say that was kind of the bigger lesson learned is you know don't get entrenched in you know the specifics sometimes, but really think of the bigger picture. Um, uh, the project has been for a really long time, so it's hard for me to think of uh, right, an anecdote. Right, right. Um, but you know, I think that that's one takeaway that that I have is you know, we we do our day to day job, mm-hmm. and and sometimes we forget like, well, what does this all mean? And mm-hmm. I think um, what always surprises me is um, you know, we regardless of what you do, you often have to rely on another county agency or another county staff mm-hmm. member, and sometimes you don't think that your contribution is. Is really that meaningful, but the reality is just picking up the phone sometimes and just, you know, being able to, right. to answer someone's question is, is meaningful and, and really helps things move forward. And, you know, I, I tell people, I tell people my staff, you know, even the little thing kind of makes a difference. You may not think that to yourself, but even in, in these huge projects, it, it really does. And that's really what stuck out at me and how many times I've had to call someone and say, hey, do you just mind? This is a little bit of a unique situation. The rail project is a unique situation. We have our mm-hmm. very different governance and rules attached to it. But, you know, wh- how can we get through this? And I've always been surprised by the county's resourcefulness and staff members' ability to get creative and, and figure out a way to get things done. And mm-hmm. that really has been what stuck out at me is look at the big picture, but even your small little thing that you're working right. on, right. Um, you may not... You know, you may not get an award for right, it, but, but the you, truth you is that you made a difference and, you know, and it made a difference actually to this really large project. So, yeah. so after all is said and done, you've thrown the parties, everybody's celebrated, it's up and running. You're going to take vacation? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'll say in my group, we do have a lot of other projects that we work on, right. um, like I-66 Express Lanes, which also maybe, you know, we're also kind of getting close to the end of those too, but there's mm-hmm. always things that happen after. Um, we have I-495 next express lanes, um, and, and the county and the department is doing so many, um, different initiatives that, you know, have, have also have the ability to be kind of changing for a lot of the communities that they're in. So there's more work to be done. Um, and, you know, even for the silver line phase two, you know, that's something we have to keep, um, it's going to be a little bit of time. We, we'll work through some kinks and probably even when you start service right. that we'll, we'll be involved in. So it, it really doesn't end. And, you know, we're also right next to some very, um, uh, some land areas that may be redeveloped and, you know, some changes may occur yeah. in the future that, that, you know, so it really doesn't end. <laughs> um, maybe no, a vacation, but it's, no rest for there's the more worry. work to do. Yeah, always. <laughs> Uh, before we go, tell us again where people can find out about the Silver Line, uh, the Metro website, and then Fairfax Connector Service, mm-hmm. the website. Sure. Um, for the WMATA and for the Silver Line um, extension, certainly recommend um, going to the WMATA website. 
and searching for the silver line. They also have a silver bulletin, which is a mm. newsletter they send out. Um, and I think that comes out every uh, a week, every week or a f- every few weeks, but it's good information on the silver line um, that you can sign up for. Also, um, for the bus service changes, please check out the FairfaxCounty.gov slash connector website um, for the latest information. Okay, cool. Martha, thanks. You're welcome. That's Martha Elena Coelho. Uh, She is the Division Chief of Special Projects with Fairfax County's Department of Transportation, talking about the impacts of the Silver Line, not only the Silver Line itself, but what all that means for bus service, transportation, other amenities, etc., uh, thanks to her for being here with us, and thanks to you for joining. And again, if you need to get more information, just go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash connector or go to the WMATA website. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, you can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. That is weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us again on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.